0: We're going to start a little differently this morning, okay? We're, we're go- we have a sacrificial lamb. Would you join me, Jody? First of all, well, you can move <laughs> over. I won't bite. Thank you. You're welcome. So, first of all, thank you for being willing to do this, Okay. Jody has agreed to share some things. So we're going to do a little bit of an interview. All right. One of the things that ha- has come up repeatedly, including in the time of coffee with Mike, has been that people need a way to wrap their heads and their hearts Around what's going good in their lives, okay? It ain't always easy, all right. And so, as part of the conversation, Jody lets slip something that she does, okay? And am I am I right? It's an everyday thing that you do, pretty Mm -hmm. much.
1: no. No? Well, I think about it every day, but I don't do the actual thing every day.
0: Okay. But you, you're, you're doing it fairly regularly?
1: Uh-oh. It's easier to just say what I do. Oh. Well, <laughs> okay. you were the one that said interview. I know. I, I said I'd answer yes and no and maybe.
0: <laughs> and so I'm, try, I'm trying to set stuff up for that you don't know how hard this is until you're up here. Okay. And, and so talk about the joy jar.
1: Okay. Some of you already know that I do a joy jar. It sits on my counter. It's just an old mason jar. It started when I read an article out of Facebook, of course, that, <laughs> that someone else was doing a joy jar. Every day, We get up and we're bombarded with all the bad, nasty, scary stuff that's going on in our lives. And I've chosen to look for the joy. When something happens and it might be, oh, there were so many kids up here for the children's sermon. And I jotted down a little piece of paper and I fold it up tight and I drop it in my joy jar. It might be my grandkids came over and... I got to watch him fight over who got to use the leaf blower all afternoon. I write it on a little paper and put it in my joy jar. It might be a sunset or a sunrise. It Might be something big like the deck's finished. (laughs) Or it might be something wonderful like a tree fell down and people from church came over and cut it up for me. And what I do is I don't look at him after that until New Year's Eve. And I take my jar and I dump it out on the table and I open up all those little papers and I read back through all those joys that I had all year long. So it's, it's not something that I think, okay, I have to write down my joy for today. Okay. It's just taking note and choosing joy. That's it. That's
0: enough. I think it's pretty awesome
1: it's better than the other stuff well yeah
0: (laughs) you know and and, and, um, you know some of us have have talked about dealing with depression okay focusing making it a goal to focus on one good thing a day makes a huge difference now Forgive me, for I have sinned. Okay. I've quit keeping my good things journal.
1: You should start again. You're right. Or do a joy jar. (laughs)
0: Or do a joy jar. Okay. But any way that we can wrap our heads around, something good happened today. It doesn't make any difference how old we are. It doesn't make any difference, okay, how much money or anything else we have. One of the things that's happening increasingly is that young and old people are getting overwhelmed, okay and they're getting overwhelmed by the bad stuff. Amongst the things that doesn't get media time is we have an epidemic of suicide and self-harm in this country. The ones that are most susceptible are if you're over 60, and if you're under 30. Hmm. Anybody here meet that quite criteria? <laughs> okay. Uh, and amongst the things that I was trying to say to Jody was, this is not a little thing. It may seem like a little thing. Okay. And you have let your light shine today. Thank you.
1: Thank you. It's easy. (laughs) I do put the date on it, yeah. Okay. That's the teacher in me.
0: (laughs) Any other other pertinent questions? You, you, you you, you You now know. Jody, okay, you can k- catch her before you leave, and some of you know where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> Next.
2: <laughs> Next. Oh, that's not me then. Well, someone had their coffee this morning. You guys sounded great.
3: Don't drink coffee.
2: Tea? I get high on music. <laughs> that works too, Kim. All right. Well, I'm glad to see that the snow didn't scare you guys away from driving out to come here to join us this morning. A couple of announcements. First, quick reminder, just read through your announcements that are in your bulletin. However, I do want to point out a couple specifically. We do have our first ever casual dinner, her corned beef dinner. It is coming up on March 4th. Tickets are available right now. In fact, Sheila has them. So see her if you would like to attend. It sounds like they just became available and Mike said that they're already going pretty quickly. So make sure that you get them because we're only selling 104 of them. One table sold this morning. One table sold this morning, awesome. Another one, we recently had our church retreat at Mike's, and during that retreat, uh, the group came up with three specific areas that we wanted to work on as a church. The three were children, outreach, and small groups. So in the gym during coffee hour today, make sure that you look at all of the posters that were done up more of like the brainstorming session that was Uh, done during the retreat. There's a lot of different ideas as far as what each group uh, could focus on. So at this point now we're just looking for the committee members to make up to help push that group forward. Um, With that, make sure you check that out in the gym at coffee hour. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so make sure that you sign up. Um, Also, if you haven't noticed, we do have a new insert in your bulletin. Just make sure you read that over. Those are individuals that were really heavily involved in our church, and unfortunately, they just can't physically be here. Um, So we just always want to keep them in our, our thoughts and prayers as well. And at that time, if you guys could join me and stand in the call to worship.
0: Oh. One, oh, one, we more, have more. one more thing. Yes. Yep.
2: All right, finance overview for 2022. Thanks, Lisa.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you hear me? First, I would like to introduce our newest member of our church here, um, our big screen TV and stand. And what's important to know about this is we received a grant from the conference for half of this, and then we received a donation to cover the other half. So we're going to be utilizing this for various things um, in the sanctuary, in the gym, and we just thought it would be really helpful um, as we get bigger here and grow and do cool things. So, I'm going to give you, um, you're getting a copy of this as well, but I'm just going to kind of point out a few things. Um, Look at some of our accomplishments for this year. I mean, this is all you. All of you are helping us to do all these wonderful things that we're doing. Um, We did $35,000 in capital improvements this year. And that included steeple finishing the steeple repairs uh, purchasing that new commercial oven we did some meeting room repairs uh, getting that hopefully closed up so that we don't have any more leaks there as well and we changed out a lot of our lights to leds so that should help bring our costs down some also it's just a good economic green thing to do these days So, the first chart you're going to see is the five-year income comparison. So, we're comparing 2018 through 2022, um, and we've just put things into simple categories there on the left. Um, Let's see, what, so you'll note here in other income in 19 and 20, that's when we received salary support from the conference. So I thought it was important to point that out. Um, and if you look at our mission work, we're bumping it up slowly. So that's good. Um, as far as total income, we're staying around the same, right around that 150 mark. So that's good. Go ahead. The next chart you have in your packet is the expense, expenses. Um, and as you can see, our capital improvements, we've done a lot of capital improvements over the last three years. Let's see, what else? Conference apportionments, our mission work, that's work that, money that we're paying out to missions, that doesn't include all of the things like the mitten trees and, and the adoption tree because we're not spending money on that, you all are. But it's very important to keep those things in mind as well, so you can see our total expenses This is kind of low for our pastor because we've had part-time pastors and right now with Pastor Mark Mike We are not paying health insurance Um, we're not paying any housing cost so What I want to point out too is the capital improvements that we did this year we were able to do out of our budget We did not have to break into savings for any penny of that So we've been able to maintain our savings account and actually put a little bit more in there so part of that savings is going to be used because we're going to need a new pastor come July and we're gonna have to decide if we're gonna support a part-time pastor or a full-time pastor we don't we aren't sure what it's gonna look like if we have a part-time pastor if because we had the shared housing expenses with stony creek we don't know if that's gonna be available this time so we're saving for that so those numbers are gonna have to go up this is I think the greatest piece. (laughs) This is just the mortgage account. And this is what we've done over five years. This was the balance on January 1st, 2018. This is where we're at today. We have dropped that balance by $114,000 in five years. Yeah.
0: give yourselves a hand. Yes. And That's if you an look at the accomplishment worth if, celebrating.
4: If you look at the interest paid, we were at almost 19,000 and we are down to 12,000 that we're paying. So that was part of the refinance as well and we're making those extra payments. We've made two extra payments last year and this year and that goes straight on the principal. And if We've had some donations, too, for additional principal, comes straight off that principal. So we are knocking it down pretty quickly these days. So some of the goals that we're looking at this year, um, we do have some furnace AC units that are not working properly, so we're gonna have to get on that. Um, Our goal is to make those two extra payments again, or more if we can, who knows? Um, Get a bid for the leaking roof. We've just discovered recently over the food pantry that that's leaking, so we're going to have to get that fixed. Um, And to continue saving for the new pastor in July. So these are just a few things that we've come up with. Um, In your packet also, you have a list of what the trustees did this year, everything that they accomplished, and please take a minute to look at it. Those gentlemen and women are working hard around here every day from just little repairs. But a lot goes on in this building. So think about that too. Um, If you can give a hand somewhere, I'm sure they would appreciate it. They've already got their list together for this year for their goals individually. So there's lots of little projects still that need to be done. So think about them. Um, And I guess really that's it. If you have any questions later or any time, please ask. That's what we're here for. Um, We want to, this is your money, you're trusting to us, and we want to make sure that we're doing with it what you want us to. Okay? Does anybody have any questions? Right off hand? No?
2: No questions. However, you know, anybody could like numbers. Anybody could easily crunch numbers if they really wanted to. However, it takes a special kind of person to have a big passion about it and that's really good at it. And I know there's a lot of members on our board uh, that have that, but I can definitely say Lisa goes above and beyond for this church. Amen. So I just want to say thank you to Lisa.
0: Amen.
3: (laughs) Rick, just put that in the back of my car and I'll make sure it works for the next time. (laughs) I brought the SUV, it fit. <laughs> <laughs> Just all right.
0: know, if there's going to be a Super Bowl Sunday, it's going to be here.
3: <laughs> That's all right, I'll be on a cruise Super Bowl Sunday. So.
0: Uh-oh.
2: We don't feel sorry for you then, Kim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we don't feel sorry at all.
2: All right, now if everyone would please stand and join me in the call to worship. Unless there's any more surprises that I don't know about.
0: No. Okay. All right. My, Sounds good. My my apologies to no, you. No, that's that's all right. Uh, you, just you know with how it. you know how well I plan in advance. <laughs>
2: that's that's okay, Mike. We, okay. We just we balance each other that way, then. Okay. <laughs> our God, you are not looking for a genius.
0: You, you do, do not, not need great, great talents. talents.
2: You are not <laughs> charmed by our wild going-ons. You simply, simply ask
0: for our faith and our obedience. obedience.
2: It is when we turn from ourselves to you that we discover peace and security and joy. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing and join us for our first hymn found on page 467, Trust and Obey. Before you take a seat, please turn to one another and greet each other.
3: <laughs> and you're going where?
0: Yeah. Palm Beach is the place.
3: Oh, nice. Palm Beach
5: Alright, oh, well, it sounds good too. to me. Yeah. Nice. you have a Christmas. Oh, <laughs> <piece. laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: going to miss
4: you. Oh, you can't leave, I mess up. You have fun no. with I the
3: Have I don't want you to take care of me.
0: Okay, folks. While while you're while the ro- while the ro- rowdy bunch is assuming their seat, a, a couple of more a couple of more things. Okay. Again, I want to thank Jody for this morning. All right, and I want to thank everybody that helped with the purchase of the large screen TV. Did you notice what happened to it?
3: It's in my car.
0: No, it's not. Dream, dream on. Okay. One of the... So that you all know, all right, there were, there were numerous, sometimes rather intense conversations about introducing... A large screen or screens, okay, to the church. And amongst the things that I am pleased to say because people agreed with me is we decided that we weren't going to have sports bar church. Okay? You're the one that wanted the screen for the Super Bowl.
3: Oh. But there are games today.
0: Oh, well. (laughs) Okay. (coughs) What we're trying to do, okay, is we're trying to do things that help us get into the 21st century. Okay. And we're trying to do things that will simplify things and make us hopefully. More time efficient? All right. One of the things when we were looking at how we use time is the big chunk went to announcements. Not that we want to de-emphasize things because, you know, you all don't do anything. Oh come on. <laughs> you all are so busy all of the time doing things for God and each other and the community. Okay. I got you handed have
4: to stay humble.
0: No. No. There's a difference between there's a difference between humility and false modesty. Sincerely, people. Okay? Now, you're getting a second sermon this morning. There will not be two offerings. Okay? Local news. All right? Clinton United Methodist Church Bible study. February food pantry. Clinton United Methodist Church. Okay? Food distribution, Clinton United Methodist Church. Blood Drive, Clinton United Methodist Church. Okay. There's a couple of Baptists on the list too, but... Clinton United Methodist Church. What's going on in the community? Almost the whole column. Yes? Yes? Yes, and that's and it's okay. All right, and it's okay. Been having conversations with people about letting our light shine. It's not about us shining; it's about us shining the light of Christ. And when we do that, all right. Jesus did a little parable about covering one's light with a bushel. I don't know if you've noticed, but there are times when the world's a really dark place. And people want the least little bit of light to break up the darkness. Okay. Christmas Eve, we sang the the song, This Little Light of Mine. Keep on shining. Rick, shine on. (laughs) I apologize to you. Rick and I have this little thing going. All right. Popular music that might just invade Sunday morning sometime. Amongst your bulletin inserts, you will see a number of people who are in need of prayer. Please remember those folk who are shut in. These are people, okay, that are genuinely shut in. Keep them in your prayers. My apologies to you. I got to shut my noise off. Okay. Um, That was not God. Uh, but anyway keep these people in, in your prayers okay you have the occasion to drop them a note give them a call please do it that's Christian service folks okay Amongst the things to keep in mind this morning is um, that the world is a mess. I have a love-hate relationship with snow. Okay. Um, I have a love-hate relationship because it it's white and it covers the mess. Somebody was saying to me this morning that the snow makes everything white and that's good. Mm-hmm. The snow makes everything bright and that's good. Please, sir. Um, this is for
3: some of the older people i that might have known My Uncle Tom passed away this past Monday. Um, There will be a funeral service out in New Hampshire the second weekend in uh, February, but there will be a funeral service here in Clinton the second weekend in May. And I will make an announcement closer to that in case any of you would like to, you know, attend his funeral service. But, you know, thank you for any prayers for his family. I'm sure they can use it.
0: Amen. Let's bow together in prayer, shall we? to Jesus, what can we say? The world catches us up. It pushes us along. It pushes us around. Sometimes we don't know what to do. One thing, sometimes the only thing that we can be certain of is that we can turn to You. Oh Lord, remind us, nothing in our lives goes to waste. Sometimes it's hard for us to wait until we see new growth better things but you don't let anything go to waste there are times that we hurt and blessed Jesus you understand our pain some of us are scarred blessed Jesus you carry the deepest scars Some of us, oh Lord, are looking for a moment of joy. And thankfully, dear Jesus, you know how to celebrate. So many people around us, so many of us have needs that words can't describe. We bring them to you. We know, O oh Lord, that somehow, some way, you will work all things together for good. It is for the ultimate good that we pray the way Jesus taught us when he taught us to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Could we take a moment for silent prayers, for God speaks in turn during our time with him. Amen.
5: Amen.
2: Please join me in a prayer for each day. Jesus, Jesus may I, I see you
5: today in each person, person I, meet. I meet. You, you might come, come in, in the disguise, gu- disguise of, of the, the irritable, irritable, the exacting, the, the unreasonable. unreasonable. Let, Let me still recognize you and say, Jesus, my, my friend, how sweet it, it is to meet you and to serve you. Lord, give me eyes to see you, and then my my work will never be a bore. I will ever find joy in helping the poor and the sufferers. Jesus, let me appreciate my calling to serve you, even with its many responsibilities. Let me not disgrace it by giving way to coldness, unkindness, or impatience. While I care for others, good Lord, please care for me. Bear with my faults and look only at my good intention. I want to serve you as you enter my life in the shape of each person
3: you send my way.
5: Increase my compassion and bless my efforts every minute today. Amen. And
2: please stand as we sing the Gloria.
0: Thank you. You may be seated. the children come, please? Oh, bless you! I want to thank Rick okay, for taking care of me. I make his job horribly difficult. I hook wires on chairs when I stand up. I droop microphones around my ears. So he's back there constantly adjusting things. How are you doing? Okay? Good? (laughs) You all (laughs)
5: right?
0: Okay. I've been wondering what to, to talk to you about today. And I think I just dropped my microphone again. Okay, I was wondering what to talk to you about today, and part of it had to do with what you were like when you came up here. You're not all smiley. (laughs) You're not. Not that I'm telling you you're bad. It just means when you're not happy, something's going on. Is it because it's snowing? No. Yes. For some, yes. For others, no. Yes. 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 Snow. Okay. Now, what do you do with snow? You sl- oh, you sled.
3: Snowballs. Snowballs.
0: You you build what? Oh, okay, you do snowballs. Yeah. Okay. Snow angels. Okay. You 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 do kid things with snow. You build snowmen and then you crush them. That's the part I, I have difficulty with. Maybe sometime you can help me understand that. Because when I used to do stuff, when I used to build stuff, I wanted to keep it and I wanted it to stay nice for at least a minute. And many, of the, many people your age that I know, okay, we, 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 we have a, a, a kid that comes and stays with us Okay, once a week. And he has these magnetic tile things that he builds with. And he does beautiful stuff. And then as soon as he's done, he trashes it. Okay, he trashes it. And I, I want to take pictures of it. I want it to stick around for a while. Okay, okay. And it's not that he's bad or wrong, it's just he's different than me. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I build small out of the the oh, okay. You use, you use a mold to make snowmen? Wow, I've never done that. That sounds like fun. You need a hole? You make a hole in the snow? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, I'll I'll do I'll do what I I usually do with you, okay. When you play, play safe. Okay. Play so you don't hurt anybody else. Play it so you don't hurt yourself. Okay? Now, is anything good happening to you? We're ta- we've been talking about good things. Yeah? You're going sledding. Okay. No. I saw you with your cards and your tokens and your creatures. Tell me that's not cool. Dance? Yes. Tell me they're not cool. I'm gonna call you on that one. Okay. Yes. You're oh you're going on vacation. Oh wow. Oh wow. Anything good happening? No. Mm-hmm. I can't, I got <laughs> Okay. Do you do you do you pay attention when good stuff happens? Yeah. No. No? no. no. You know. Oh, no. You know, I was not only talking with with you ab- ab- about Doing things to remember when good stuff happens? Talking with the big people about it, too. Okay? Sadly, big people are real bad about remembering when good things happen. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sadly, big people forget that you watch them. Okay? Okay? Big people forget that you watch them and they see what they do, and guess what? You do similar things. So, what I want to do is give you a reminder something good happens. Remember it. Something good happens. Celebrate it. Something good happens. Share it. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, okay. Remember that when good stuff happens, it's a special gift. Okay? It's a special gift from God. And one of the things that all of us need to do is we... need to remember to just say thank you God for the good stuff because mostly what we do is we focus on the bad stuff okay now can I get a smile out of you you didn't laugh at my jokes (laughs) see the big people are laughing at my jokes yeah there was a joke there was a joke. Let's pray, shall we? Stop. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Because you do touch our lives with good stuff. Good things, good people. Oh, Lord, just thank you. And help us, oh, Lord Jesus, to be a good gift to the people around us. Oh, Lord, help us be people that help them discover the good in their lives. Help us be people to help us discover, to help them discover you in their lives. Oh Lord, hear our prayer. Amen. We have we have stuff and we have helpers today. Whoa. I want
1: to say something
3: about the snowman in Wisconsin this last week. This won't be destroyed for a long time. They just built in a fifty eight foot snowman Ah and they put
0: lights around it and it's just magnificent. Wow, I didn't see that. Is that on the internet, Phyllis? No, because I don't have internet. Oh, okay. Just wondering. Just wondering. Oh yes, oh yes, the big snowman. We are, we're, we're, we're thank, we're, we're thankful that that one of our over the road drivers got out in Nebraska this week. I at, at our no. Thank you. I have to do this myself for as long as I can. Anyway, that's right. Uh. How would you like to be stranded in the snow for 40 hours? It happened to one of ours this week. Yeah. <laughs> our ours just walked in) <laughs> Jesus, you invite us to follow you. You don't compel us. You don't force us. You invite us. When we follow you, O Lord, you show us the bounty of the kingdom of God. And from that great bounty, O Lord, that you have shown us and shared with us, we bring our gifts. Take us, take our gifts, use all, O Lord, to spread the good news of your kingdom. Hear our prayer. Amen. Our hymn of preparation for this morning is 368. Thank you, beautifully sung. You may be seated. Our scripture focus for this morning is First Kings chapter 19 verses 4 through 8. But he, that is Elijah, went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. Could be, in your translation, a broom tree. And he asked that he might die. It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. And suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. And Elijah looked, and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him and said, Get up and eat, otherwise the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank. Then he went on the strength of that food forty days and forty nights. To Horeb, the Mount of God. At that place, he came to a cave and he spent the night there. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, What are you doing here, Elijah? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Once again, you have homework. All right. Not only. Finish chapter 19, but read chapter 18. Life is truly a mixed bag. All sorts of things go on all the time. Some are good, some aren't good at all, and sometimes it's all just pretty weird. I have a device in my home that I am particularly proud of. I've had it for the better part of two decades, okay? It's a 400 CD carousel that feeds my audio system. And yesterday, I made a horrible mistake. I decided I wanted to listen to my CDs. So I turned on the carousel, pushed the select button, and it didn't do anything for the first time in two decades. And then it got worse, things started to crunch. So I had my audio disaster yesterday. he's hiding <laughs> okay sometimes it all gets weird okay it gets weird mostly we lose track we lose focus we don't put the pieces of our life together very well and all that happens whether things all that happens whether things are going good or whether things are going bad. I think about the story. Now, I want to invite you. Think about the story of your own life. Think about who you are. Think about all the stuff that has happened to you, around you, that's formed you. Think about the stuff that you've done. Don't just think about lately, but think about your whole life. Think about your life if you're you're under 40, okay, divide your life by four into quarters. If you're over 40, Divide your life into 10-year increments. All right? And each chunk of your life answer these questions. What was the best moment in my life? What was the worst? How close were they to each other? Were they days apart, hours, minutes, seconds apart? Did the best moment in your life make your life better? Okay. You ever have those times when you feel great, but really everything sucks? That's as close as I could come to translating what I wanted to say into Methodist. Okay. Did the best moment in your life make your life better? Did the worst moment in your life make your life worse? Did all of it make your dream? Did it all break your dream? And what has your life been like since? See, you came to church today so the preacher could drive you crazy. Now, the really hard questions. Where was God in all this stuff? Where was God in the good stuff? Where was God when the bad stuff came down? Where is God now? One way or another, something happens. It can be good. It can be bad. It can be mixed in the best way or the worst way. Nothing makes sense. We might even wish we were dead. Anyway, we have to get a way to get it all together. We need to get someplace where God can take care of us. We have to go to where God can show us what to do next. And sometimes it means that we plop down under the juniper tree, the broom tree, however you want to translate that. But we have to plunk down somewhere. The scripture. I just read, is about Elijah. Elijah lived in Israel almost 3,000 years ago. The king of Israel had married a Philistine woman, Jezebel, and she was a fervent missionary of the fertility god Baal. Now, what often doesn't get said with all of this stuff is this, okay? The children of Israel were stuck in the Bronze Age, Almost all of their tools were made out of bronze still. And the Philistines had embraced iron. To the point that if you were Israelite and you had a tool made of iron you had to go to a Philistine blacksmith to get it sharpened. Because you're sharpening tools wouldn't work. We're talking about some issues of total control here that spill over into religious life. Now, Elijah, okay, had challenged the priest of all to a showdown. And the test was to see whose God would really answer prayer. And the loser would die. The stakes were high. Things got vicious. Elijah did some really nasty trash talking. Okay. When you read the story, okay, what Elijah says to the prophets of Baal is what in English class we were told is called a euphemism. <laughs> okay? You know what a euphemism is? It's a relatively mild alternative to something really dirty. Okay? Elijah's something, he's shouting something at the prophets of Baal. And let's put it this way, it's not suitable for Sunday school and church. Finally, the competition got bloody and Baal's priests started cutting themselves and each other with knives. And Elijah finally told the priest, look, you had your chance, now it's my turn. Elijah said a pretty simple prayer. Fire came down. His sacrifice was consumed. And then the people watching the show, the competition, killed the priest of Baal. Because that was the deal. You lose, you die. All right. Next, Elijah prayed that a famine would end. No rain had come for three years. And... Elijah's prayer was answered with a cloud burst. Before the rain started, Elijah saw a little cloud in the sky and he told the king, get in your chariot and go home as fast as you can or the rain's going to stop you. The king started for home, driving his chariot hard. And even though the king had a hard head start, Elijah running beat the king home. Think about that. Okay, chariot with two to four horses. And Elijah passed him on a road running. Now, Jezebel the queen vowed to murder Elijah, so Elijah fled into the desert. Now, would you say that Elijah had some good things happen in his life? Okay, would you? I mean, hey, you know, pretty much at the the level, you know, the World Series winning home run? Huh? Huh? So what does he do? The queen's out to get me. I got to run. I think husbands can relate to that. I said that out loud, didn't I? Don't tell my wife. Okay. Miracles happened when he prayed. Elijah still had trouble. The good stuff didn't make all of his problems go away. They weren't neurotic or imaginary problems. They were real. All of the queen's people were out to kill him. So he ran from Jezebel. He went into the desert. The famine made food in the desert even more scarce than usual. And Elijah did not know one human being he could turn to. Ever felt that alone? So he sat down under a tree. He thought about just ending it all. He even prayed that he would die. And this just after he hit the World Series winning home run. He couldn't figure it all out. He couldn't make sense of it all. The good stuff that happened didn't seem to change anything for the better. If anything, stuff got worse. At least, you know, the day before his big win, nobody was out to kill him. Now everyone was out to kill him. He thought about it so hard that he did what I do when I think about things real hard. He dozed off. Oh, come on. I'm seeing one smile. When Elijah gave up doing it all himself, God took over. Okay. While he slept, God sent a message, an angel, to Elijah. The angel took care of the prophet's need for food and water. Elijah ate, drank, and went back to sleep. Sounds like a good day to me. Elijah woke up again. He found God's messenger had more food and drink for him. And the angel also had instructions hey, Dude, can't sleep no more. I got a to-do list for you. Okay? I got a to-do list for you. When he woke up, Elijah also awoke to instructions to get moving. Go to the place, the mountain where God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Another miracle happened. The food and drink that the angel brought kept Elijah going for 40 days. It took that long for him to make it to where God wanted him to be. On the mountain in a lonely cave, Elijah met with God. And the first question that God asked Elijah, not once but twice, the question was, what are you doing here? The kid in me wants to say, Dad, you told me. I'm just doing what you told me to do. But it was a deep question. It cuts to the heart of our individual existence. If we try to answer it by ourselves, we'll fail. If we listen to God, we will get good answers. God then said, I want you to listen at the mouth of the cave. The voice of God wasn't dramatic. It didn't blow away the prophet's problems with a mighty wind. He didn't shake the problems into dust with an earthquake. He didn't reduce the problems to ashes with a fire. What God simply whispered is this. What you've been so overwhelmed with has been quietly taken care of. I have a new direction for you that makes your previous problems meaningless. What? What you've been so overwhelmed with Has been quietly taken care of. I have a new direction for you that will make your previous problems meaningless. When we listen to the whisper, we'll find out that why we are here is not about me. It's all about God and what God still has for us to do. We'll be assured that we are not alone, that God loves us more than we can imagine. Here's your to do list. Get busy. Amen. Thank you. I timed myself. That sermon was 20 minutes. Thank you. The closing hymn is number 369.
2: Please join me in our benediction. Be present, Be present O God, God
5: to, to guide and protect and us through the many, many hours of this week. Help us who are wearied by the work, the work and the changes of this fleeting world. world. Let, Let us, us continue, continue our seeking until we find the blessings of your kingdom. Of your kingdom. Amen. Amen.